0: Countdown. No, I know, I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> no countdown. Okay. Let's turn it down. All right. You're going to count us down. Okay. Three. Okay. Two. One. Go. Hi, welcome to Happier Ladies, a podcast where we discuss all things related to the Happier
1: and Happier in Hollywood podcast. We're
0: sisters and
1: super fans who can't get enough happier. So we created our own podcast to keep the conversation going. I'm Malika Amandi, a SoCal native living in Western Massachusetts. I'm a new mom and a career coach, and I'm here with my sister, Azizi Williams.
0: That's me. I live and work in the Los Angeles area. I'm a not-so-new mom, and I'm an education professional in the independent school world. This week, we
1: discuss our takeaways from the latest episode of Happier and Happier in
0: Hollywood and revisit a Gretchenism about the month of September. Malika will share something giving her a happiness boost and I'll reveal a new source of inspiration. Azizi, what happened on Happier this week? let's start with more happier so more happier they discussed liz's obliger rebellion and feelings about spoilers on happier liz and gretchen discussed protecting your privacy on venmo very important hack what's the least you thing you do and they talked about giving a meaningful compliment and this made me think of a time uh, when i received a meaningful compliment i I thought actually the whole segment was very moving and it was moving to hear about the compliments that other folks received and and ones that they give. And I remember a time at work when it was really a difficult time, there were a lot of um, difficult decisions that had to be made and it was late one night and uh, one of my coworkers came up to me and said, you know what easy I think you're doing a great job. And it was so unexpected and nearly made me cry and I will never forget how well-timed it was and how thoughtful it was. What about you, Malika? Well, I want to talk about your compliment first a little okay. bit. More. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Let's, Let's talk about it. I think it's helpful context to know that you are the boss in this situation, right? That is true. So it's not just one coworker telling another coworker you're doing a good job. That means a lot to hear that someone who you're leading is telling you that you're doing a good job or sees sees the work you're doing. Because I think sometimes in those intense situations, everybody's looking to the boss or the leader, but you're not thinking about what is, what are they going through or what, how hard is it for them to do the thing.
0: It's true. And you don't get... A lot of feedback that's positive. Yeah. You don't always know how things are landing. There, there are many very incredibly difficult and complicated decisions that have to be made. And it's, it's difficult to please everyone. And so I, I don't always know. And, and so, yes, that is an important part of why it was so meaningful to me. And also because I'm newish in this role. Mm. So that was validation that I needed at, at the right time. Okay. Your turn now. Okay. <laughs> (laughs) What about you?
1: I love the segment also. It made me think about my husband. He and I, we exchange cards for holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day. I feel like even though we were doing this multiple times a year, he always manages to write something really sincere. And yeah. he gives me compliments or tells me what he loves about me. But it's always very specific and of the moment. And it doesn't get old. Wow, It's really nice. It makes you feel seen. This person isn't just going through the motions. They really kind of see me on a day to day basis. And that's, yeah, that's very special. I think that's the at the heart of what a compliment is, right? Is somebody reflecting something that they notice in you and
0: it's nice to be noticed, even by someone who you see all the time every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now do you do you keep the cards? Do you ever revisit them? Oh, I
1: struggle with that cuz I don't like to keep oh. things. <laughs>
0: Okay. So it's in your heart. You read it and
1: it's in your heart. But I do keep them because it's hard to throw that away, but I don't have them in a collection. You know, I need one of those memory keepers that
0: Gretchen sells. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Gretchen has a box for that. I need that (laughs) box or the folder with the
1: pockets.
0: Yes. So Yes. This is when you're down, you can read it.
1: A tangent. But what do you think about if we just had one book, where we wrote all of our holiday messages instead of...
0: Wait, who's we? My me? husband oh.
1: and I. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> like, it was the, the, the book of sentimental messages where we could each oh, write. that is
0: so sweet. I love that, that idea. That is gonna... a great idea. Then you don't have to buy a card. Exactly. You just add to the book. Oh, right? I'm loving this. Okay. I mean, I will say that the cards you know, you're, it's a little bit of your personality right. that's coming through right. on the card and the card selection says something. So I, I think that would be a takeaway, but the benefit of, you know, if it's a really special book and you're all, you're both adding to it, right. I don't know. I, you could make a collage, a you know, you can, mm, yeah. you know, when, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean <laughs> to like,
1: if you wanted to embellish put something on a page that was like more than just the message okay
0: okay i see what you're like really do up the page exactly like, make the page really special like take up all the space with colors and stickers and things exactly. like that.
1: exactly okay like this that. is encouraging i'm gonna float this because yeah. I, I was afraid that's that it would idea. feel like i was being i don't know cheap or against the spirit of giving cards but really Ooh, i want to like
0: a memento. save
1: it you know it's like okay yeah. we're only two years almost 3 years into this marriage you know there's going to be a yes. lot
0: more <laughs> yes, <God. laughs> there's going to be so many cards so many cards when you add it up <laughs> but i can see this i want this book because okay. i think this would be a good gift for like a newly married couple right you could say these this is for you to put you know all your sentiment sentimental messages to each other back and forth i love it Okay, Malika, what happened on Happier in Hollywood this week? So this week,
1: Liz and Sarah talked about turning a chore into a pleasure and setting a new goal. So I was very encouraged by this or inspired. Liz has her goal. It started as the Fryman 50 of hiking Fryman Canyon 50 times this year and then she bumped it up to Fryman 80 because she was doing so well with the 50. And then in a couple episodes she shared kind of that she was it was languishing a little bit because of the heat and now because of the strike the writer strike that's still going on and kind of all of right. the stress around that she's decided mm-hmm. okay I want to go big and go for the Fryman 100. So that she can have something that has nothing to do with her work life and this, you know, that whole situation to focus on and feel really good about accomplishing something that's completely within her control. She said it's not gonna be easy, but she thinks it's possible and it's just kind of organizing her energy into something really good for her. So I love that. It's interesting because recently I was in a season of life of having a baby. I still have the baby. <laughs> He's going to be one. He's beautiful. Beautiful baby. Mm-hmm. Indigo. And so I was at home with him for 10 months. I just went back to work a couple weeks ago. And there was a period of being at home with him that I was really struggling. And I felt it wasn't necessarily about him, but it had to do with postpartum and Not knowing what my next job is and a lot of uncertainty, feeling disconnected from my body still from just all of the changes. And I had this idea of, oh, what if I did a triathlon again? Did you do a triathlon? I did. I know. That's the most unlikely thing, probably. That I did (laughs) a triathlon. You did a whole triathlon? (laughs) Well, a triathlon is it was a sprint triathlon. So it was quarter mile swim, ten mile bike, and then Three and a half mile run. Wow. Maybe I do
0: remember this.
1: Did you get kicked in the face in the water or something? I don't no, remember. I made that up. I made that up. <laughs> Never mind. Go on. But I continue. did it. And then I also did a half marathon. Do you remember that? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I did that. 13 <laughs> miles. I didn't particularly love those experiences, <laughs> but yeah. it felt so good to do them and to know that I mm. like that sense of accomplishment right like i wasn't fast or whatever but i finished Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: that idea came to me recently of like oh i could do i could sign up for a race i could do that Mm -hmm. which you know i'm not somebody who runs it's not in my normal day-to-day thing but it just there is something alluring about accomplishing a very kind of what seems to be out of reach goal that that it can just make you feel in charge again I have not yet signed up for anything, but I was really inspired
0: by Liz's commitment. Well, that's very exciting. It's it makes it so much easier when you have a very concrete goal that you want to work towards. And like Liz, you know, when it's completely within your control, you control yeah. all the aspects of it. If you're not waiting on someone else. So I encourage that. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Well, now we're going to move into a segment called From the Archives, where we go deep into the vault of the happier canon and reflect on an idea that's resonating now. And I wanted to resonate on the idea that uh, Gretchen often talks about, that September is also January. Now, it's hard to believe that we're we're deep into September now, you know. September is just a few weeks from being over. However, this really resonates with me as a professional who works in schools and who has worked in schools my entire year. There's never been a time when September has not also felt like January to me. And if you want to hear more about this from Gretchen, you can go to episode 444 where they discuss this more in depth. But when it's approaching September, I do all the things I clean and organize my house and my spaces. I get school supplies. I don't need school supplies, but I always like to have something kind of shiny and new. I set goals and intention um, for my work. You know, sometimes I'll have a uh, 23 things I want to do at work list Ooh. that I kind of pull from and you know it just feels like it's such a special time of growth and optimism at my work and in my life and of course you know with my my daughters I get to support them and they're going to school also they're they're still both students and this year my my work resolution is to slow down is to slow down and to take it easy I am in my third year in this new role and I hit the ground running really fast pace and I I have realized that that's not good for anyone, not myself or the people who I work with. And and also it's not sustainable. So in order to think about the long game, you have to set your pace. And that is something that I'm I'm really trying to do. And I realize that if I can do that within myself, it has an impact on people who work with me mm. and, and for me. So that's my resolution. Do you do anything? Malika in September or do
1: you? It's interesting because this is the first year in a long time that I am back in an academic context. I just started a new position at a university. So I did get that wave of... People bustling around and the like. Feels good, right? It's, and because I was a new employee at the start of the school year, it felt exciting. So I have been getting office supplies and thinking about decorating the yes. office. It's funny because I also like January as a new beginning. Mm-hmm. That feels just as real, too. And so it's nice yeah. to have
0: these two. I, I also <laughs> like January, <laughs> but January feels very personal. Okay. Right? Really yeah. focus. I mean, and of course, because we are people who work, it's going to bleed over, but January is a different kind of new year. Yes, yes. True, but I will take all the fresh starts I can get. Yes. And all the opportunities to lead with optimism or go forward with optimism, I'll take them all.
1: So I have a question for you. When you kind of set your work goals for, you know, in September, when do you do that? Do you do that outside of work? Or do you take an hour after lunch one day to think about how you want the year to feel? Just on the practical sense? When do you actually kind of do that deeper visioning?
0: I think I do it little by little. I will say that over the summer, I participated and I tend to participate in professional development and conferences. And often being away from the office and being immersed in thinking about some aspect of work mm. gives me time to reflect on how's it going? And what kind of leader do I need to be? moving forward. So I think it's little by little kind of over the summer where I figure out, okay, now how am I going to be starting in September? How am I going to show up? Because once once September comes around, <laughs> yeah. it's non stop. There's yeah. no time. The reflection is it's a currency that's hard to come by once the school year begins. And so the more work I do setting myself up and setting my systems up and deep thinking over the summer, the better off I'll be. I'll have more to draw on as the school year progresses.
1: That's really Good insight because I'm feeling that now. You know, I started in September, but I'm trying to do that, setting up my systems and deeper visioning. And it's a real struggle. It's like a current, it's a fast moving yeah, current.
0: Yeah. It just takes you long, but also. You have to be in it a little bit to yeah. know what like exactly. When you just started, there's so much new coming in and you can't really know your role in it exactly yet. So yeah. the first year it's kind of you're a baby. Not a fun feeling. That's something we could talk about later. I have a lot of thoughts about starting new <laughs> that's something.
1: But all right. I wanna hear about <laughs> yes. that future episode we could break yes that down. Let's, let's talk about that later all right now we're going to go into our happiness boost segment where we share something in our daily lives that's giving us a little boost of happiness what's your happiness boost this week malika <laughs> my happiness boost is to pick a lucky number now this is inspired by the book the universe has your back by gabrielle bernstein and i love this idea of just picking a lucky number it can have some significance to you for whatever reason totally subjective but you attach a meaning to seeing that number for me my lucky number is my birthday. So whenever I'm driving, if I see an address that has this combination of numbers, and it's actually really just the day of the, my birthday. And if I see the day, the month plus the day, then it's like very special. It's like, wow, fireworks. Exactly. And for me, I've wow. made it mean you're in the right place at the right time. And you know, Gretchen talks about this from time to time, about the research around having like a lucky necklace or talisman. There's actually evidence that when people have something that they think makes them lucky, they perform better on like a test Mm -hmm. for instance. So it's kind of like the placebo effect, like does this number actually have magical powers? No, but if I think that it does and it's telling me something encouraging
0: then I get that benefit from it. that's good enough. Absolutely. That's interesting. I'm I'm not I'm never I've never been drawn to numbers. So the idea of having a lucky number, even as I think about it, I'm like, no, I can't even attached to a number. but but maybe i could or maybe there's something else i could do that's similar like maybe a word or you know certainly colors like you know purple is my favorite color yeah. and i buy everything in purple know I mean, Gretchen has talked about this as well having a color that you yeah um, i think that you pick your go-to
1: color i'm going to vouch for numbers here because okay all right numbers are everywhere and it's like driving like license plates is often where i see see this and it's so passive you don't have to be seeking it out they just kind of go by you every day prices Mm -hmm. they're just all around us and Mm -hmm. i'll give you an example so when i was in los angeles the last time I went to one of my favorite places on the planet, which is We Spa, mm. uh, which you love as well. It's a Korean face spa where you can go and relax and lie oh, on the heated floor. For not a lot of money. So when you check in a We Spa, they you pay for your entrance fee and they give you a little watch with a number on it. And that's your locker number. And there are probably 100? 300 lockers. And they gave me my locker and it had my lucky number on it. The very lucky number, like all wow. three numbers. What are the odds? You, you know? think you had a
0: more special spa day because you got your lucky number? <laughs> okay. Because I was going to my, I mean, wow, I, I'm missing out on all the special lucky days.
1: You know, and I was, I told the lady who handed to me, she didn't really care, but I was like, this is my lucky number. (laughs) She didn't care. (laughs) But I like it so much, I might even ask for it sometimes, but I don't. But that was the locker that I got for that day. And for me, it means you're in the right place in the right time, all is as it's supposed to be. And that's just an encouraging message whenever I see that number. What are some other ideas of numbers you could use besides your birthday? like an anniversary. Mr. Rogers famously had a lucky number that was correlated to the place in the alphabet of the words, I love you. Oh, how sweet. And so there was even in the documentary, there was a thing where his weight was that number. And he Ooh. was like, very excited about it because that.
0: Okay, if Mr. Rogers had a lucky <laughs> number, I think <laughs> I think I should have a lucky number too. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about it. Okay, good. You let me know.
1: Even when I see your birthday, I feel like that's lucky too. When I see it,
0: your birthday. Oh, I don't ever see it. Wow. <laughs> oh, I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying numbers don't even register. Like They don't even register in my brain. But i will i will dig deep and i will pick a lucky number i'll report back to you i i'm convinced well now we're going to move into peaks and valleys
1: so this is the segment where we take turns enjoying the views at the top of our week and acknowledging the low points too so this is an odd numbered episode so i will kick us off with a peak and my peak is seeing my parents interact with my son indigo so i call them mommy and daddy but now i refer to them as granny and grandpa which your children established
0: they did yeah
1: and they're in town from la visiting me in western massachusetts for a week and the last time they saw indigo he was seven months but you know he grows so much at this age it is so different. And so it's just a delight to see them holding him and to see he can now like play games like peekaboo games and crawling across the floor to grandpa and climbing up his leg. And I can really see that they are getting so much joy um,
0: from being around him. And so that's a definite peak. That's a great one. Yeah, he's more his personality is coming out. Yeah. Now I'm happy they get to spend time with you all. What's your valley? My valley is okay. So I'm not proud of this. And I'm naming it so that I can cut it out. I have one daughter at home, she's 16, she's lovely and she has a social life and she has things that she needs to go to, or that she would like to go to, places to be if you will. She doesn't have a license, she's working on that, it will happen soon, and in the meantime she needs rides. She needs rides to places. She needs rides to places on the weekend, sometimes early, sometimes late, and I have a tendency when she asks me for a ride to go, ugh, oh, to kind God. of groan. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know because i'm thinking about it's my self care sunday or it's it's i want to just relax or i have things that i want to do i don't want to have to disrupt my day or think about how to fit in a drive to you know silver lake or you know some some place that's maybe 30 minutes away maybe 40 minutes away from the more I live. But I realized when I caught myself groaning, this is a period of life that I should enjoy because it will not last forever. And it's not that I have to, but I get to take my daughter places. I get to drop her off and see where her friends live and connect with her on the rides there and find out about how things went when I drive her home. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a phase that's going to last very much longer. And I should enjoy it and not own. Also, that doesn't send a great message to her. <laughs> I don't want her to think that I don't. I don't want to help her or yeah. spend time with her. And so, I'm trying to reframe that kind of activity and not not see it as an imposition.
1: Well, I think that's a really powerful reframe. It reminds me of turning a chore into a pleasure, right?
0: Oh, yes. Because turning it, yes, that's great. As you
1: pointed out, that's an opportunity to spend time with your daughter. I will say though I'm on your side a little bit because <laughs> no don't I just want to say and maybe this it. is something for Sinai to work on when it's possible it's helpful to give you advance notice like you do have a life and a schedule too oh and she does that's okay. not the
0: issue it's not that it's last minute it's okay ju- it's it's um you know it's usually a week out or something. Okay. so it's not last minute but you know what it is is my my older daughter who's now a sophomore in college and she's way out of state when she's here she gives all the rides she loves driving she's the driver and then i don't i'm not i'm not having to do that chore and she's now back at college and now it's on me again okay and so that's why i think i i caught myself so it's it's she's Um, very planful and and definitely wants to work with my schedule it's just the 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 chore of it as you said i think that's exactly what it is
1: so you're gonna take pleasure in chauffeuring your daughter (laughs) nice and that brings us to the end of our first episode azizi let's leave on a happier
0: thought azizi what are you going to try this week well i'm going to try to pick a lucky number you convinced me i I need to find a number that's special for me. And Malika, what about you? I'm going to follow through
1: on picking a new goal inspired by Liz's Fryman 100. So I've got to come up with something that has a catchy name too. (laughs) I'll let you know. Okay. (laughs) If you like us, rate, review,
0: and tell a friend about Happier Ladies. Send us a message at happierladies at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Yay. What do we say now? (laughs) We didn't come up with an outro. We did an outro is what we say.